was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome to Jokestrap, episode number 78. Here's Wes Hoffman. Hey, that's me. Um, Welcome, it is December 17th, recording day, December 17th, Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, not sure what I'm really going to discuss this episode, but uh, I'm sure I could think of some stuff here to talk about in the sports world. Still nothing in the comedy world, of course, on lockdown. Um, everything shut down, outdoor operations as well as indoor operations. So there's basically no live comedy anywhere right now um, in the near vicinity. Um, and anyway, um, sports, let's talk sports. So recently, uh, the San Francisco 49ers look like crap on Sunday, uh, December 13th, their most recent game. Uh, where they were against the Washington football team. Um, it looked bad. Uh, Nick Mullins was still the quarterback for the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo out with an injury. Um, Nick Mullins, of course, um, the backup quarterback, and he looks like one. And that's pretty much the kind of performance you have to expect, I guess, if you're a 49ers fan, you can't expect to win that much um had jimmy g played in that game against washington washington i think the 49ers would have won uh because the only points the washington put on the board touchdown wise was on defense and they were both two touchdowns um that came because nick mullins mistakes a fumble and an interception so i uh think uh, that game is on uh, Nick Mullins. He tried to lead him back to a late late comeback, made it interesting, got within eight points, lost 23-15, to 15, though. So, And that's kind of a game the Niners needed if they wanted to make the playoffs. They're pretty much all but eliminated now from the playoff pitcher. Uh, their next game is going to be December 20th, Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific time against the Dallas Cowboys. The 49ers don't win that game, and that's pathetic. Um, they could still play, you know, a spoiler against these other teams. So it doesn't mean just because they're out of it doesn't mean they should give up trying. Um, so yeah, so yeah, against Cowboys, December twentieth, and then uh, the San Jose State Spartans finished their season at a perfect six and zero. Congratulations to the San Jose Spart San Jose State Spartans um, as they beat um, their final opponent of the regular season, 
which was Nevada, and they beat them in Las Vegas, which is uh, the San Jose State Spartans' uh, current home right now. And they will be hosting the Boise State Broncos on Saturday, September, Saturday, December 19th. Um, at 1.30 p.m. Pacific Time in Las Vegas at their home, <laughs> uh, the San Jose State Spartans will host the Mountain West Conference Championship game for the first time ever. As uh, in, in the school's history, they'll be doing that. Um, first time they're ever participating in the Mountain West Championship game, um, which is a huge deal. Um but also keep in mind the San Jose State Spartans haven't been in the Mountain West Conference all too long. Um, the last the they had been part of the WAC Conference, and then a bunch of the the teams from the WAC um, moved to the Mountain West, and I believe that took place in. Uh, let's see, when did that take place? Here, real quick. Um, I believe in about 2010, I want to say, maybe they joined the Mountain West. Uh, so it's been 10 years. So, you know, still a good accomplishment. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, good accomplishment for San Jose State. And uh, look forward to watching the championship game, which will be on Fox Saturday, December 19th. Uh, the winner of the Mountain West Championship game will then uh, participate in the Arizona Bowl. And, uh, of course, the loser will still make it to a bowl game as well. So, um, But if you're San Jose State, obviously you want to win that championship game. Uh, Boise State will be a tough opponent. San Jose State was supposed to face Boise State during the regular season. Uh, that was one of the games that ended up getting canceled. So let's hope Boise State doesn't mess things up again for them uh, and get it canceled Saturday. That would suck. They had some additional games in the Pac-12 uh, scheduled for a Week 7. Originally, they only had six games, six weeks scheduled. A Week 7 was scheduled, but then a number of those games have already been canceled like the day after um, the schedules were put out. So instead of having another football game for Cal, Cal has another game that gets canceled. Uh, Stanford looks like they'll have a week seven, though. So I believe Stanford against UCLA. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's a little recap of some of the sports that's been happening. Uh, the NBA season is going to get underway still, it looks like, next week, December 22nd. Uh, really a weird to watch NBA on TV without fans. Um, and I think it's the most, it's one of the harder sports to watch without fans on TV. The other ones I can kind of get used to watching, but NBA is a little harder. Um, uh, the cutouts don't really do anything for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the Warriors have their final preseason game tonight against the Sacramento Kings. Um, and uh, their number one draft pick in the draft hasn't played a game in the preseason, so I'm not really sure what Warriors are expecting from him this year, uh, if he'll be a starter or if he'll just be off the bench most of the year. Um, it's hard to tell at this point. Um, 
but we'll see. Hopefully, I think the number one goal for any NBA team is to just stay healthy and make it through the season. Um, obviously, the vaccines are rolling out now, um, but they're still in the early stages, so it's still going to be a while before players get vaccinated, which leads me to the Major League Baseball season. Um, MLB and the owners apparently want to delay um, the start of the season to May, uh, to May 2020. Uh, no, to 2000, May 2021. They're not going to go back in time. Fuck that. I uh, don't want to do this shit again. No, they want to delay it to at least May 2021 in hopes that every up every player and personnel can get vaccinated before they start playing. Um, whereas the Major League Baseball Players Association is like not wanting that. They want to get in the full 162 if possible. So there may be another labor dispute, working dispute against MLB, PA, and MLB just like there was at the beginning of last year um, when it eventually started. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, NHL apparently is still trying to shoot for that target date of January 13th, but nothing's been set in stone yet. But last I heard is everyone's still looking at that as the start date. Um, I would assume the Sharks... Yeah, the shark, the San Jose Sharks don't know what they're doing yet because um, they haven't gotten an official word, but it's looking like they would have to practice in Arizona or something. Uh, the contact sport restriction um, in Santa Clara County is supposed to end, expire December 21st, um, but it could be prolonged. Haven't heard anything yet, so... It could be extended, and then maybe the Sharks will decide what they're going to do after the 21st if that is extended, um, where no contact sports are allowed. Uh, Brody Brazil of uh, NBC Sports uh, California Bay Area, he said that he thinks uh, professional sports should be separated as its own thing from college and, uh, or not college, but. Yeah, professional sports should be separated from college and, like, uh, amateur sports. Um, so, like, he thinks the 49ers should be allowed to practice and the Sharks should be allowed to practice in Santa Clara. But, like, if you're an amateur sport playing soccer or whatever, or football or whatever, you obviously shouldn't be allowed to play because they're two separate things. So... He doesn't think they should all be lumped together, but we'll see how it plays out because right now they're all lumped together. Um, same rule applies across the board. So we'll see how that plays out. The NHL uh, was hoping to privately fund, privately purchase the vaccine for all their players before uh, they started the hockey season. I don't know how they're going to get that done um, if they're looking at a January 13th start date. Um because if you do that, then a bunch of people that need the vaccine before these guys aren't going to be getting it uh, privately purchased or not. Unless you're taking Canada's, Canada's giving you their their version, their help, their helpings, <laughs> their, their their doses. Don't mess with the USA's doses. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of what's happening. 
Um, I talked briefly about the minor leagues last week, Major League Baseball. Um, so invitations were sent out to 120 te- or 119 teams as last week. Now it's 120. Fresno did end up getting an invite from the Colorado Rockies to be their low A team. So if accepted, Fresno would go from being a triple A team to a low single A team, and Fresno would become part of the California League. It's looking like they're going to accept it. So that's the thing that I didn't mention before is that these are invites uh, to be their affiliates to these minor league teams. The The minor league organizations have to accept the invites to become the affiliate. So they're not automatically the affiliates once the invites are sent out. Um, the owners of these minor league organizations have to actually accept the invite. In most cases, you would think it would be a good idea to accept the invite because then, one, you're guaranteed uh, professional baseball um, at your stadium, and it sounds like most of these deals are for a good amount of years, so that's a good thing. Uh, But on the other side, um, if you're the owner of one of these minor league teams, you're going to have less control over your organization, over your minor league stadium, you know, what, what, what the product you put on the field and stuff like that because you're pretty much under the Major League Baseball's uh, control at that point if you accept an invitation. So some of these minor league teams may turn down the Major League Club's offer and just try to uh, establish their own uh, independent league or uh, what have you. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It's kind of unfortunate for these minor league baseball uh, owners. Um you know, that have done a lot um, to try to stay afloat during these times. Um, Like I said, I imagine most of them will accept the Major League Club's offer because I hear some of these are like, you know, 15-year deals where you'll be with that affiliate for 15 years, uh, which is a pretty good length, um, longer than most, most deals are made usually. So, so we'll see. Uh, anything progresses I haven't heard of any clubs getting turned down yet um, I did hear one uh, minor league team that was not uh, uh, offered an invite that had a team previously in the Frederick Keys uh, used to be the Baltimore Orioles affiliate um, I read that they have uh, signed on to be one of the six uh, major league summer draft teams uh, that they're planning so Good job, Frederick. You got something planned out, uh, a means to sh- have baseball at your stadium. So um, I haven't heard uh, about any of the other uh, minor league teams that weren't offered uh, invites yet. So uh, that's kind of where things stand there. Um, when the minor league season would even start in 2021, of course, is still up in the air. They don't even know when the major league baseball season is going to start. The last I heard is that the AAA season and the Major League Baseball season would start at the same time, and then the AA and the, the single-A teams would start later on. So we'll see. Still a lot to figure out. Um, um, obviously, like I said, the vaccines are just beginning to roll out. It's going to be a while before athletes and stuff like that are able to get, get them and uh, – and obviously, you know, the uh, major leaguers and stuff are going to be able to get these before the minor leaguers. And that's just the way it's going to be. Um, 
So yeah, so that's all interesting, I guess. Uh, and that's pretty much uh, all the latest information. There hasn't been much um, in terms of spirit. Uh, I mean, the winter meetings took place virtually. There hasn't been much in terms of major signings um, in the major leagues right now. Um, there's been a few like sort of sort of key signings. Uh, the Mets signed James McCann as a catcher. Uh, he's going to be their starting catcher on a six million, or I'm sorry, on a forty point six million dollar deal. Uh, I believe that's a four year contract uh, for uh, James McCann. Um, so that's not too bad for him. Um, James McCann was probably the second best free agent catcher after um, JT Romuto, who's uh, still the uh, number one of the top free agents available, along with Trevor Bauer and George Springer. Uh, the Giants signed a starting pitcher in uh, Anthony DeScalfini. Um, they picked him up on a one-year, six-million-dollar contract. Uh, the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays, they re-signed uh, catcher Mike Zunino on a one-year contract. Um, looks like. Uh, Uh, it's sort of an option deal. He gets five million if he appears in eighty games. He gets ninety if he plays in ninety games. He gets six mil, and if he plays in a hundred games or if he gets traded, he gets seven mil. That's kind of an interesting uh, thing. Uh, it's, otherwise, it's three million guaranteed, and then he has those additional incentives. Uh, it's kind of an interesting deal. Uh, the Kansas City Royals, um, they did acquire uh, Carlos Santana, um, signed him to a two-year deal. So that's a pretty pretty big signing, uh, getting him to play first base. Um, obviously, he's not going to go back to catcher, not with Salvador Perez there. Um, they also signed a starter, Mike Miner, which didn't really make sense to me, but whatever. And they've re-signed reliever Greg Holland, who's uh, revived his career, it looks like, to a one-year $2.75 million deal. Uh, the Texas Rangers signed David Dahl, uh, who had played with the Colorado Rockies. Uh, David Dahl gets a one-year $3 million deal uh, coming off an injury-plagued season, looking to uh, um, sort of revive his career. And the Red Sox signed uh, Hunter Renfro, who was just recently on the Tampa Bay Rays uh, that went to the World Series. Hunter Renfro um, also played with the Padres before. He's going to get, uh, looks like, a $3.1 million deal here. And uh, that's with the Boston Red Sox. So, uh, I mean, there's been some signings, but like I said, no, no big, huge names. Carlos Santana... Like I said, probably the biggest name to get signed so far. Um, other than that, the baseball season's been pretty quiet. Um, Dan Straley, who pitched in the Korean Baseball League, and uh, many expected to get offered a job to come back to the major leagues uh, after a great season in Korea, has opted to instead go back to Korea and pitch another season uh, just because of all the uncertainty regarding uh, baseball in the States right now in major leagues. So um, 
And plus, he's probably making more money in Korea anyway, so he's just going to go back and pitch another year there. Uh, signed a nice one-year, I believe, one-year $1.3 million deal to pitch with the Latte Giants again. So, good on Dan Straley. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the sports updates I have. Um I do want to give a shout-out to another podcast. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to uh, that deals with sports, um, I just uh, found out about this podcast uh, uh, myself uh, a day or so ago. Um, it um, has hosts uh, Brett Bautista and uh, Kyle Morrison, who were former San Jose State baseball players, and uh, they uh, talk about... Uh, being a student athlete and have different guests uh, for each episode. Uh, they've only they're only four episodes in now. Um, it ca- it's called Balls and Beyond or Beyond the Balls, I believe. <laughs> Beyond the Balls. Um, so check that out um, if you're looking for another podcast about baseball and you know living the the student athlete life and it, it's a nice. Uh, in-depth look at what that's like for the players themselves. Um, an interesting listen. Uh, there's another podcast uh, that I heard from uh, Ryan O'Flanagan. Um, he put out a podcast, but he doesn't know if his podcast is going to go beyond one episode or not. Uh, you could find it on YouTube at this point called The Laser Show. Um where he talks about sleep paralysis, which is something that he deals with. Um, But like I said, he's not sure if it's going to go beyond one episode or not. But the episode he has recorded is pretty funny and informative as well. So feel free to check that one out if you want as well. Um, As far as myself goes, I uh, had a follow-up with uh, Dennis today. Um, and everything is looking good, they said, for after two weeks of surgery. Uh, there's still a little tenderness on the left side of my mouth. Um, I could kind of feel it like when my tongue kind of brushes against the side of my mouth. Um, it's a little more difficult to chew on the left side of my mouth than the right side of my mouth. But I have been clear to eat and drink anything I want. Um, I basically have uh, an extra brush uh, to brush my uh, teeth with. In addition to my normal brush, um, and I just have to make that part of my routine. And then uh, I'm getting uh, cleanings every three months now. And then I have to alternate my visits at the dentist between the two dentists. So uh, one, like in three months from now, I'll see the specialist that I saw for the surgery. But then three months from that, I'll go back to my regular dentist. And then three months from that, I'll go back to the specialist. And I just alternate back and forth, I guess, so the specialist can clean the, you know, area that I just had operated on. And then the regular dentist can just focus on what they know. I don't know. It's weird. Um, But I'll just have to keep up with that. And as long as I do, everything should be fine. Uh, Hopefully, by the time, you know, within a few weeks, like, talking and, chewing won't be as difficult like it doesn't hurt to talk but like when my tongue's like I don't know I can feel it like rubbing against the bottom part of my mouth like 
I can feel a little tenderness as I'm talking. So after a while, it's just kind of like, okay, I want to stop talking because it's becoming a little new, a little bit of a nuisance. And, and when I wake up is especially when I feel it the most. So anyway, <coughs> that's going to be all. Um, if you guys want to discuss anything, if there's anything sports related that you can think of that you want to talk about, uh, let me know in the comments. I'll see what I could come up with. Um, hopefully all the college bowl games can get played, the ones that are scheduled. Um, most of them are not in California, I don't think so, um, except for maybe the Rose Bowl, and then that's about it. But even so, uh, you never know what cases are going to come up with these teams. So hopefully nothing gets ruined in terms of that for these bold games and we can enjoy some sports during the holidays. Um, with that being said, I hope everyone has a good holiday and I'll talk to you next time. Uh, bye.